Hi, you're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp. And don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, this morning I'm sharing on the reward of a good shepherd. Before Pastor Rod comes in, the reward of a shepherd. The reward of a shepherd. But before that, when I was just walking to the auditorium, the Lord reminded me of a scripture. It's in line with all the things we've been looking at. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 1. This is Paul's encouragement. He said, We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. And you know, prior to that, verse 15, 16, 17, tells us who we are in Christ Jesus. We are new creation. Um, we are ambassadors of Christ. God has committed to us a ministry of reconciliation. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And in the next verse, you know, the Bible wasn't written in chapters. It was put in chapters so that reading will be, it will be easy to understand. So ideally this is like a continuation of what is in chapter 6. So it's just an entire letter. Paul just wrote his Bible scholars and all that that sat down and put it in chapters. So it's like a continuation of hey, who has arrived at Ilya. Okay, let's go. (laughs) We then, so it's a continuation of the next, the previous verse is that um, he made him who knew no sin to be seen for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Okay, all this. Then he says that we then, as fellow workers together with him, say, I plead with you not to take the grace of God in vain. First Corinthians 15, verse 10. Is that the scripture? First Corinthians 15, verse 10. But by the grace of God, this is Paul talking, I am what I am. His grace toward me was not in vain. It says that the grace was not in vain. Remember he was telling the other people that don't take the grace of God in vain. He says that the grace was not in vain. Then semicolon is come to explain to you why he just said the previous things. The semicolon is come to explain. He said, but I labored hey, more abundantly than they all. Yes, not I, but the grace of God which was with me. So the grace of God leads us to labor, leads us to serve, to to work hard, labor. And Paul said, the grace of God that was given to me was not in vain. The word vain that comes from a Greek word, interesting word, which means to be ineffective. We should ensure, let's go to um, 2 Corinthians 6 verse 1. Second Corinthians, we then as workers together plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. He said not to receive the grace of God and become ineffective. He said don't receive the grace of God and the another meaning of the word used for vain here is um, unfruitful <laughs> or passive. He said don't receive the grace of God and become passive. And that's a ministry 
Look, we can celebrate many things among them, but it's a, a revelation of the grace of God. And I want to encourage guys, let's not take it for granted. The grace of God, one of the manifestations of God's grace in this ministry is the teaching of the word. Yeah, you just have to listen to the Kingdom Move podcast and realize that this is a manifestation of God's grace. Yeah. Not to compare pastor to other preachers, but you know many preachers, when you preach, you don't understand, you know. Yeah, just be honest. No, you don't really understand where it's coming from, how it's going, and where to end. Amen. So one of them is the word. Look at how we hear the word of God at camps. Hey, look how we hear the word of God at this camp. He says that don't receive this grace and become ineffective and fruitful. Yeah, go to work. Tell him about go to work, go to work. Shake your neighbor and say go to work, go to work. Are you in the house at all? Do you understand this simple introduction? If you understand the simple introduction, I can... Tell your neighbor what you understand by the introduction. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. Are you telling your neighbor? I can't hear people talking, you know. Listen, the word, the word vain there. Let me tell you the other meanings of the word vain. It means to no avail. Don't receive the grace of God to no avail. Hey. So don't re- it's another meaning is ineffective. Another meaning is without success. We can't receive grace and not have success. <laughs> to, to, no, <laughs> to not have success as an outage here, it means that you've received the grace of God in vain. Hmm. Listen, another meaning of the word vain is fruitless. I've told you that, right? Means another meaning is unproductive. Another meaning is futile. And let me show you the last meaning that I have is to no purpose. The word vain there. He said, Don't receive the grace of God, and this it doesn't lead you to greater purpose. Hey. May we not receive the grace of God in vain. It's better we don't receive it than to receive and we'll, we'll, you will not be fruitful. Let's look at the same 2 Corinthians. Oh, let's go. Forget about this picture. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 1. Let's look at NLT. Let's look at some other versions. You know, one of the ways to understand a verse when you're doing your quiet time is to read it from different verses. There's no absolute verse. There's no version that this is the mother of all versions, please. As God's partners, watch, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. Hmm. Don't ignore. Paul told Timothy, hands were laid on you sometime. You receive an eternity. Don't, don't joke with it. Let's look for and As God's fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. Okay, another version. Amplified, laboring together as God's fellow workers with Him, then we beg of you not to receive the grace of God in vain. That merciful kindness by which God exerts His holy influence on souls and turns them to Christ, keeping and strengthening them, do not receive it to no purpose. <laughs> to no purpose. Yeah. Companions, as we are in this work with you, we beg you, please don't squander 
one bit of this marvelous life God has given. Don't squander it. Don't waste it. Yeah. Don't. To receive God's grace and not use for his purpose, you are squandering it. To receive God's grace and not use it at all, you are squandering the grace. Yeah. So I was sharing with us, I said, look, my heart was, when I was at the back there, it wasn't easy for me. I was asking, I was just doing some calculations about the age. Yeah. Because if I'm 26 right now and I start adding, I see that I'm going. I'm, I'm, the, the age is, time is passing. Yeah. Because one of these days, you will hear stop work. Yeah. You stop. It's time. Let's go home. One of these days. Guys, we don't have forever to serve the Lord. Yeah. So those we are 18, 17, yeah, uh, 20, 21. Yes. Don't receive this grace of God and squander it. Don't waste it. Yes. Some relationship at a certain time of your life is an opportunity to squander. Okay, let me say what my message. The reward of a shepherd. First Peter 5 verse 4. Let's go, let's go. So that oh, what does TPT say? Go to TPT. Is it something interesting? Second Corinthians 6 1. TPT, I saw you there. Now, since we are God's co-workers, we beg you to not to take God's marvelous grace for granted. Allowing it to have no effect. Oh, allowing it to have no effect on your lives. Hey! <laughs> Guys, let's not receive God's grace and not allow it to not have effect on our lives. Yes, because you can receive God's grace and you not allow it. Bible says that the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching them. You know, teaching is a manifestation of God's grace. So as you are here, you are receiving grace. Yeah. So you are living this camp more graced than you came. So to go and to have the same results is taking the grace of God in vain. First Peter 5, the reward of a shepherd. I'll just rush through because I've used the time. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Oh, yes. Yes. There's a crown of glory. When you look through the New Testament, there are various crowns. Yes. God is going to, there's going to be a rewarding day. Judgment for a believer is not a time of fear. It's a, you look for, a believer should actually wait for the judgment of God. Judgment is not pampana and this is it's don't it's don't don't think in don't think in those terms. Hey. Yeah. There's something called the Bema seat of God. If you've done discipleship class, you know this. There's going to be a day God is going to reward our works. Yes. Paul said, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So there's a day. That will come before God and it's going to be a rewarding day. Yes. And there are many, our day, our day. <laughs> yeah. Speech and prize. You know, some of me, I never received prize from, because there were some two guys in my, from, right from primary to JHS. And when I went to S, I went to meet those guys too. So, those people, they don't really allow people to take prizes. I, I don't know whether the school was made for them. So, they start, Hey! We don't mention their name. So we, we speech and prayer. 
We don't concern ourselves. We are at the back. If what is happening there is not, it's not our concern. The boys are at the back. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a day that we too we can get some awards. Uh, there's a day, there's a day that your name will be mentioned. That you can, there's a day that God is going to reward people. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Don't think that as some people have labored, God is not going to reward their labor. Bible says there are works to be passed through the fires. Or to test it, or to produce it. There's one day our works will be done. Our works and the motive of our works. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hmm. God is the one who has called us. And we must have the right motive with the work. First, we must receive the work with the right motive, the motive of love. First Corinthians 13 says that whatever I do without love is useless. If I give all I have to the poor, if I speak in the tongues of angels, if I give my body to be bent and I have no love, it's useless. It's useless. Whatever is done without love is eternally useless. Anything you, anytime you serve the kingdom and God and there's no love, it's useless. So we must receive God's assignment with love and you must do the work with love. What do I mean by love? Our love, our response, the love he has shared abroad in our hearts, our response to him. So that when we are calling first time, it is out of love for Jesus. Not because we want to see them at meeting. Not because so that our outreach team will grow, then they'll give us fans. Amen. So we must be particular about how we receive the assignment and how we do the assignment. Because it's going to get tough. Ministry is service. There's no service that is easy. Yeah. Shepherding is not a joke. It's going to get tough. Other times you are going to feel like giving up, definitely. Other times you are going to feel like, you know, you've had enough. You can't handle it anymore. One day, I said to a sister, who was supposed to start a branch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All my sons are Yeah, I was wondering why she wasn't starting a brand because that was the agreement. That was the agreement. And then later, I found out from another sister that the reason why she don't want to start a branch is that she said, "This see why I think once you start that way, you, it's a like it's a trap. They, they, you are locked forever." <laughs> I can be a leader, but once I start this thing, I'm going to be locked, and that is it. Like it's, it's like she said, it's like a marriage. Oh yes, 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 yes. It doesn't get easy. Amen. So it's going to get tough. It's going to get more difficult with time. Here, yeah, shepherding. If you have even one sheep, it's going to be more difficult when now your sheep are three or four. It's more difficult. It doesn't become easy. God doesn't promise an easy road. What he tells us is that he'll be with us through the fires. Yeah. It's not going to be hey, leading young people. The young people humble. You see, it's not easy because there's a battle going on. That's one. For the person you are leading, there's a battle for his salvation. Two, God is also changing you while you are leading the person. One of the ways God will humble you is just bring a particular sheep. It just the person will just humble you or show you that you as man, you are not really what you think you are. Yes. Just just humble you, put you in your right place. Hey. Yes.
So it's difficult. It's difficult. Shepherding is a difficult task because you are leading people. And you are leading people and you have, you have to lead yourself. It's just a shepherd. You can't go on a break. You can't say that, oh, you know, I'm not in the mood to call people today. Oh, yes. Yeah. You yourself, yeah. You, <laughs> uh, sometimes members will be sharing problems with you and realize that your problem you are dealing with is, is, is 10 times or a thousand times more than what the person is sharing. When somebody can share something, I ask them, is that all? Say, yes, this is my main problem. I say, oh, this is not a problem. I just said that in my head, but I just had to pray and flow. Hey, yeah. Sometimes what you are handling is difficult. Yeah. Sometimes a shepherd, you are battling with sexual sin, porn and all this, and your members are coming to you like you are the solver of porn issues. Meanwhile, it's not easy for you. Uh, yeah. Sometimes the person is sharing what the person needs. You need more than that. You need, hey. Yeah. The person says, look, I want to be, I can't look. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I want to tell God how I'm sorry. You wish the person could also tell God sorry on your behalf. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. Tell anybody, it's not easy. It's not easy. Amen. But one thing that is certain, that God is faithful to reward us one day. Hallelujah. So don't give up on your calling. Keep pushing. Keep going. No matter what. Yeah, when you start being an outreach, you see that it's a calling forever. Yeah, no years you come and say that I'm, I'm taking a break. No, it's a forever calling. So keep going. Keep shepherding. Yeah, it's not easy. Hmm. Keep serving young people. Sometimes you are not even appreciated. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. This work we don't do for appreciation per se. If you wait for appreciation, you will quit. Yeah. Because sometimes the thank you keeps longing coming. Yeah. Yes. The thank you keeps long in coming. Yeah. So if you are waiting to be happy, one day your shepherd will just call you on the phone and say, you know, I just called you to appreciate. I hope the shepherd does that, your president does that. But if he doesn't come, just keep going. Keep moving. Yeah. It's, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Don't say, oh, me every time my president calls is because of the ministry. Why should we call you? Yeah. Sometimes I call some of my leaders, I ask, I go straight to the point where I say, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, because I took my phone because of that problem, not because of you. <laughs> I'm in the house. Yeah, so keep going. Look, you have to understand that God appreciates you. Yeah. We might not appreciate you now. God, look, one day God will look at you and say, look, my son, thank you so much. My daughter, thank you. He said, I thank you for doing, for doing what I wanted to do. Yes. Won't it be amazing one day you stand before God and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I, in heaven, it's going to be wild, though. Yeah. That God will call you and mention you and step forward. Well done, thou good and faithful and faithful and faithful and faithful. Well done. For the creator of the world to tell you well done. Uh, well done. You have done well. Yeah. God will tell you, you have been good to me. 
So keep going. Tell your neighbor, keep going. Keep pushing. Never give up. Never, never, ever, ever, ever. Bible says that he that puts his hand to the plow, having looked back, is not fit for the kingdom. Yeah. So if you don't ever look back at the time where you were a sheep, it's too late to say that, Charlie, you want to go back to that point where those times they used to call you for me. So what is this that they, what have they tied around my neck that I have to call people and give account? Me at first, I was just in the congregation I was called. I prefer those times. Gone were the good old days. Yeah. No old days. It's a new day. It's a new time. It's a new season. It's a time to keep going. Keep pushing. Yeah. Keep celebrating your work. Keep look. And sometimes nobody is there to encourage you. The struggle is real. Sometimes you are battling in your mind. But rise up and tell yourself, look, I, I won't give up. I've come too far to give up. I've come too far to say to quit. You can't quit now. <laughs> you can't quit. Other times you feel like quitting. Yes. Do, have I felt like quitting? Several times. Several times. I'm tired. Yes. But, you know, we have to keep going. Keep moving. You think it's easy being a president? I've been a, a branch president for 14 years. Yeah. 14 years. You think it's easy? But you keep going. Keep pushing. Keep doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it looks like you're not seeing results, but keep going. You see, God hasn't called us to the spectacular. He has called us to be faithful. He hasn't called us to produce spectacular. He has called us to produce faithful things. To be faithful. Just stay faithful. If the spectacular comes, fine. If it does not come, you have fulfilled your assignment of being faithful. Of gathering young people. Yeah. Sometimes in our quest to see the spectacular, we miss out on the main requirement. Bible says that it is required of servants that a servant be found faithful. Faithfulness. Consistent. Yeah. You know, a faithful person is a predictable person. Like you can predict that this Wednesday you call his members. That's, you, you can predict him. Yeah. That's a faithful person. An unfaithful person, we cannot predict whether the person will do the work or not. So we have to call. Look, anytime you are called, Pastor said, anytime you are called, or you are reminded to do what you've been called, or you've been told to already do, you are not being a faithful person. Once you know what is right, once you've been told what to do, you must not be reminded. You must do it. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Your sheep will break your heart sometimes. That's just fine. God is making your heart more tender. I'm not talking about going, going propose and do break it. I don't go there. This stay. Don't Bruno. Don't go. Come this side. This side. We are here. This side. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you'll be discouraged by the sheep. Yeah. I'll see you at meeting. The person will never show up. Yeah. You've heard it over. I'm at the car park. <laughs> I'm on my way. Yeah. You see me right now, and you hear story. Look. <laughs> Your sheep will give you excuses and stories. Do you know the number of stories you've heard? Plenty. We can write books of stories. Stories. Wonderful stories. Hey, but we still keep going. We keep believing. Yeah, keep believing. Keep believing. Keep trusting. Yeah, they disappoint you, but it doesn't mean there will not be, not be a day that someone will be a genuine person. 
Yeah. Don't, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Hmm. What do we do? We look unto Jesus. Let's look at Hebrews 12. Let's look at verse 2 says that looking unto Jesus, the founder. Hey, which version is this? And perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. So let's look at verse 3 of Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12, verse 3. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. Say, look at Jesus. He endured such hostility from sinners, but he kept to the assignments. He kept carrying the cross. He received a lot of obstacles. People were fighting him. People were, he said, said, "Don't, don't look at the sheep. Look at Jesus. Look at what Jesus endured. And that should be enough encouragement for you to also endure. Let's look at another version of Hebrews 12, verse 3. Oh, consider him who endured in my soul, I said, such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose hearts. Look at Jesus. Hey, what he went through. Even look at today, how people reject Jesus. Things people say about Jesus. A person who came to die for them, but he, he still endured. He still went through the pain. Why? So that he could win us eventually. Hey, yeah. If you don't look at Jesus, you will give up. If you take your eyes, you know, Hebrews 12, verse 1, I think Amplified will say that looking away from all other things. Let's look at verse 1. Verse 2, verse 2. Looking away from all that, so you look away from all that will distract. Sometimes the weaknesses of your sheep can distract you. Sometimes the inconsistency of your sheep can distract you. But look away from all that and look to Jesus. There are many distractions as a a shepherd. Many distractions you face. Yeah. Sometimes I'm having to do multiple things. When do you pray for the people? When do you counsel them? There are different things you keep coming along. What do you do? You can easily be distracted but look unto Jesus. Look at Jesus' attitude. Yeah, that's why the Bible says that you should have the same mind. Philippians 2.5. Some verses will actually say that. Have the same attitude that Christ had. Yeah, same attitude. Tell him I have the same attitude. Let the same attitude and purpose. Let the same attitude and purpose and humble mind. Amen. Never take your eyes off Jesus. Tell him never take your eyes off Jesus. Else will be distracted. Else will be distracted. Aside from a heavenly reward, we will receive one of the rewards that shepherding brings to you today is that shepherding keeps you on your toes. Hey, to keep you on your toes, you have to go for Hava because you are calling people to come for Hava. <laughs> you have to pray. You have to read the Bible because your member can ask you a question. Yeah. Because you have to give people, you have to be a blessing, and it has to come from the overflow of your heart. So you, you cannot but be on your toes. Yeah. 
Sometimes I said, you know, I don't read my Bible, but I remember that the next generation, the success of the next generation is tied to me. I'll, my eyes will open and start reading the Bible. Sometimes when I'm watching TV too much and I, I, I'm not able to stop, I remember that there's the next generation that I have to speak answers for them now in my time. And I can switch it up for the sake of the next generation. So they keep us on our toes. Some of you have known for shepherding, eh? Even though for this outreach head that they've tied around your neck, where you would have been? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. One day I was talking to some, a certain sister. And she said, if you did not come at this time, then, <laughs> yeah. One day, a certain sister, who later became serious in the ministry. Wow. Yeah. When I met her, wow. she was on her way to my, almost going to marry an unbeliever. Wow. I'm telling you. Look, so you realize that a few moments later, the story would have... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Telling you. Telling you. She later became serious in the ministry. You realize that it's, it's just a timing. Yes, time, time, yeah. So you see what you see what the shepherd has done for you. Remember that you have to do the same for somebody else. You're, you being in some, so you have to be on your toes. Otherwise, somebody is going to fail drastically. It's going to fail, destroy their life. Yeah. How many of you see that? If not for Jesus, this a shepherd that came in, you would have been a wild, wild, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd have been a very bad boy. Very bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tell you. Tell. Yeah. A certain branch president. Yeah. A lady. When she was in SS, yeah, I heard that the, the entertainment gurus, a, a single sex school, the entertainment gurus, those who organize wild the entertainment of the school, yeah, she was in that clique. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's not they say they say, oh, she opened her mouth to, to tell us that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another sister I know. <laughs> Said, oh, listen to the story. <laughs> said, she said, this sister, when we were in school, she was a wild girl. So she said, when she came to see and she saw the sister, he said, ah, could this be? <laughs> hey! Because she was an organizer of entertainment, jams and boogie and this. Hey! Yeah. So if you are when it's time for praise, I come and dance. It gives us an indication of where, where you are coming from. Uh, yeah. 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 It gives us. We can. We can. We, with our eyes. Not any spiritual thing, but 
we can guess. Yeah. Where you are coming from and oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, yes. Yeah. So you realize what being a leader and a shepherd saves us from. Yeah. Look at all this idioma. Tell the boys. Tell the boys. Tell the boys. Ajua Lintana Charity. Hey, where would these sisters have been dancing? Hey, huh? I feel like speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Yeah. 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 Recently, I was talking to a, a branch leader. Sister. Sister. Yeah. 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 This just last week. And then last week, Sanini. Jay Long, just last week, recently. She said, when she looks at her life and truly where she would have been. If not for this president thing that has come into her life. Yes. Yeah. I said this is the person's story. Personal story. Yeah. So let's shepherd it. It saves us from much. It keeps us on our toes. Yes. It's, you see, shepherding will make you want to become better for the next generation. Yeah. Saves us from much. Saves us from much. Yeah. Look at all these brothers who are sitting here. Nice. Oh, yes, yes. You, the two of you stand up. Let's, let's observe you. The two of you stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, look, you look at this too. Look at this too. <laughs> look, please take a picture of them. Take a picture of them. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 yeah. Look at these brothers who are shepherds today. Yeah. It could have been a different story. Yes, yes, yes. Look, look at William. Look at William. <laughs> you can have your seat. Yeah. Look, and his nickname was Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see. You see, when you check, when you, when you, listen, listen, let me preach the message. Like, oh. When you check, when you check the nicknames of some of these people. Uh, yeah. You, you have a leader whose nickname was Wambala Wambala. Hey, what is this? Which, what is this? What is this? What is this? Which name is? Yeah. A nick. You see, there's one thing having a nickname, but there's another thing when your nickname is repeated. Wambala, Wambala. <laughs> hey! You see them leading prayer today. Ah! Ah! Yeah. You see, 
Only God knows. Where, where you would have been. Yeah. So it keeps you. Shepherding saves you. It protects you. You might think you are protecting God's flock, but you see, that's a way that God also protects you and keeps you. Yes. He's protecting you. Look at these beautiful sisters, dimples left and right. And hey! One day I saw a certain sister's picture. She, she just did like this. Oh! And the sun was shining. Hey! <laughs> Kissed by the sunshine. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Sun kissed. Yeah. Sometimes you can even take just half of the, the body. Yeah. Telling you. Telling you. This book would have been wild, but shepherding, it keeps you. How many of you realize that shepherding has kept you? You would have been. You'd have been let loose. You'd have been loose. Yeah. You know, let me show you. One of the things leadership does for you is that leadership stops you from living a loose life. Yeah. Because you can easily, we have a natural tendency to be loose people. Yeah. But shepherding checks you. Yeah. So then once in a while, a secular song comes into the system. But you remember that you are a shepherd. You, you can't. Yes, you can't. So it just enters there. There's a certain mood that requires a certain song. Yes. But you remember that, Charlie? There are people looking up to you. And it keeps you on your toes. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, in doing this work, in being shepherds, we, we, we become people who can actually observe the glory of God the weight of God, the works and the wonders of God. Yeah. When you see a common person being transformed by the power of God, it's a beautiful thing. So you, you keep seeing the glory of God daily, daily, daily. Yeah. Yeah. One day, the lights were out in my area. Doom saw time, and I heard a sister singing unspiritual music. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I traced track. Who could this be? Yeah, who could this be? Today, the person is singing in the house of God. Yeah. 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 So, guys, listen. Listen, guys, listen. Shepherding, eh, it makes you see the glory of God. What God is doing in people's lives. And it's a great encouragement. If you don't be a, if you are not a great shepherd, you will never see some miracles. You never see the power of God to a certain degree. Because for a life to be transformed, it just takes the power of God. And you see it on a daily basis, guys. Yes. I'm in the house. Yeah. So don't run away from this work of shepherding. Never give up. I told you it might be difficult. But there's a reward. What's the reward? To see God's glory in your personal life. Because you've seen how transformation has come to you. To see God's glory in the life of other people. Yeah. So shepherding matures us. 
How many of you have realized you become mature? It took a short time that you become mature. Meaning that you become more responsible. Some of your parents don't even see when they come and they see that, oh, you are doing all this thing, see why they don't believe. They still cannot appreciate it because they know you. Yeah. But here you come and you are handling things in CY. You are leading other people. Yeah. You that you feel that leading your younger siblings. Now you are in CY, you are leading young people. Okay. It helps us. What does shepherding do for us? It gives us an opportunity to host God's presence because this is where God has to be with you. And He will also be with you. I tell you. When we are great shepherds, when we are becoming shepherds, what happens also is that as you are taking care of God's flock, God also takes care of you. Yes. Yes. One day, Peter went to Jesus and said that, we've left all this to follow you. And Jesus said, what you've left, you have a double of it in this life and the life to come. He said, now look, I'll take care of you. God is not unjust. Or is not, or have I said in English well? He's not unjust. Yeah. He will not see you truly doing and serving him and not take care of you. The psalmist said, I was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his children beg for bread. In the meantime, sometimes it might look like your life is not going anywhere. Keep being faithful with God's assignments. With God, a day is like a thousand years. God can do in a day what it will take man to do in a thousand years. Just seek the interest of God's kingdom. And all the things people are looking for, all the things, he said that he, Jesus said he will give it to you. He said, why worry about your life? Yes. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you shouldn't you should not strive to advance in life. Do all that. But I'm telling that, look, as you are taking care of God and his people, God will take care of you. Yeah. Some of you are shepherding and shepherding people. Eh? Do you know what God will do? God will take care of your children. One day when you go to SS, there will be a pastor out in the, SS, the senior high school. There will be a pastor out. You know, pastor out used to sneak into Achimota school though sometimes because they don't open the main note. So he sneaks. I've gone with Pastor Rod that we are about six and we have to do like we don't know each other. So one, two go. And they just, we, we don't, when we get to us, we don't talk to each other until we get to the house. Even if we meet each other, we won't talk. We've, we've decided on a code already. We are meeting here. Sneaking. Yeah. You think one day God won't send people to jump walls for the salvation of Pastor Rod's children? Yeah. So as you are taking care of God's people, God will also take care of yours. Hallelujah. We thank God so much. We give God praise. Thank you for listening to this message. Hope you've been blessed. For more information and resources, visit any of our social media platforms. The website for the ministry is www.connectcyi.org. Instagram is at ConnectCYI and Facebook is Christ for Youth International.